0: Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Coming to you on the Zoom because it's my birthday. Yesterday was yes, your birthday. Yes, it is. Now you're moving, and I'm Happy in Michigan. Happy birthday.
1: Happy you birthday know, to you, man. Normally you say, you know, nifty, nifty, look who's 50. But you know yeah. what you say when you turn 60?
0: <laughs> Rats. No. I say, what'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? (laughs) Oh, Listen, I want you to know that our sound quality may not be the primo sound quality that we always produce, that one show we had, but um, we're on the Zoom, and we're recording the Zoom because I... I messed up, man. I was looking forward to recording on Thursday when I got home from Michigan, and I've got an appointment, and I'm not going to make it home on time, and I got a doctor's appointment, so we had to rush a little bit and do the Zoom call, because we could not have our listeners miss an episode.
1: That's exactly right. And I'll be tied up over the weekend, moving from one place to another, locally, just changing where our address, not... Leaving the church or anything, so people
0: yeah. don't get too excited about
1: that.
0: <laughs> why, why don't you give everybody your new address, and we can all stop by and say hi sometime?
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> well, if you haven't figured out, we record these, you know, not 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 on the specific day that you're listening. So we are recording um a few days early. Uh, we recorded we're recording today on August the 29th, which is my birthday. It's my 60th birthday. Yesterday was Brother Wolven's birthday on the 28th. And yes. uh, I, I need this. I need to say some happy birthdays to some people that share my birthday. And you can say happy birthday to some people that share your birthday. Um, but I am with uh, the, the Springer, Brother Jason Springer in Wolverine, Michigan, as I had said last week, and uh, his daughter, Ethne shares my birthday one of us is going to be 18 today and one of us is going to be 60 today and i'll i'll let you try to decide who you think that is (laughs) um but ethne's birthday today she's a very sweet girl i love her and uh, so happy birthday to her brother ken fielder who is with uh worldview missions yeah good friend of mine and we have the same birthday brother eric levier who is a national pastor in canada uh, in quebec and a tremendous pastor great work there And then also a dear friend of mine that passed away a few years ago, Michael Jackson, uh, who shares my birthday. So, Michael, uh, you know, sorry you couldn't be with us, but uh, you're missing a great time. And uh, wow, what a guy, what a legacy he leaves. So there you go. Then I need to do a shout out. Got to do a shout out to Ashley Taylor. And Ashley is a missionary to the deaf in South Africa. And she was with me in the missions conference here in Wolverine, Michigan. And she did a tremendous job. And Brother Wolven and any pastor that's listening, let me highly recommend this young lady for your missions program. She is a Maslin Baptist College graduate. She is just a great, great girl. She's from West Virginia. So for all of our listeners in West Virginia, West Virginia girl. And, uh, did such a good job. I was really impressed. I don't, I don't promote a lot publicly like this, but she did such a good job. I was very excited for her and uh, you can contact me and I will get you in touch with her so that you can have her for your missions program. She's also a faithful, faithful listener to Tim talks, by the way, coincidence. Hmm. So there you go. So anybody, you know, that shares your birthday.
1: Yes. I would like to say happy birthday to Charles Spurgeon. So wow. Charles Spurgeon, yeah. And, uh, Billy Sunday, born on my birthday, oh. and oh, Adolf amazing. Hitler, Adolf <laughs> Hitler, and my dear friend Elon Musk. So, Elon happy birthday Musk. to those great people! <laughs> Is that now, true? Are they really at your I have no idea. <laughs> I, was I can say, write wow. them down while you're talking.
0: How <laughs> you doing something? I, sure. <laughs> I was going to say. Wow, that's quite the- Quite the company you got there. So I'm gonna have to redo my list.
1: Yeah, me I'll and trade Hitler, you a Michael
0: Jackson. Yeah, I'll, I'll trade you a Michael Jackson for an Elon Musk.
1: <laughs> well, I'll trade you a, a Spurgeon for a Levier
0: Whoa, you're getting ripped off. <laughs> Eric's, a, Eric's a great guy, but he ain't that great. <laughs> I'd also like to note that on this is my birthday. I was preaching here in Michigan about a month ago at, uh, the camp, uh, camp Cannonland, or as the kids it, really mm-hmm. called Land, Camp Candyland. Yeah. And I left my, I left my Tim, my Tim talks, you know, beautiful. Oh, and you got uh, it now. You're getting, I got it, I got it back. I got it back. Awesome. So I left it at the camp and, uh. Pastor King Cross, A.C. King Cross, his daughter found it, and uh, she grabbed it and took it home. And I thought, how in the world am I going to get it? Because he's way on the other side of the state. And somebody just happened to be going up there yesterday for a soccer game. They grabbed it. They brought it back. It's back in my hands. Awesome. But inside the cup, inside the cup, I, I've had to I've had to do some ceremonial cleansing of this cup. Because inside, they put a Star- Starbucks Espresso oh, that's great. little minicam little six and a half ounce premium espresso beverage can in my cup and tainted it. So I had to ceremonially, ceremonially cleanse it. So now I can use it again. Yeah. Cast out all the demons. I've not used
1: my Yeti since July 1st.
0: Oh yeah. Only water.
1: Yes. Because we uh, put water in Yeti. I'm not allowed allowed to use any sweetener and I'm not allowed to use any artificial creamer are you know not real cream no dairy no so mm. why bother mm. with hot tea that you can't you yeah. know add yeah. it. so I it's uh it's been really fun
0: yeah I can I could tell you're really for, uh for you're really variety living-
1: I'll drink water
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and then whenever I get a little bit weary of water since I can't use anything with even any uh you know, aspartame or, you know, right. any, any of those sucralose, no matter what it is, you know, no right, matter what right. so sometimes I get a little bit bored of water and so I can drink water. And then, uh, oh. if I want to flavor it up a little bit, uh, uh-huh. sometimes I put ice in water. So,
0: oh, the well, I thought if you really, if you wanted to change, you could have hot water. We used to have a lady in our church and she drank straight hot water. Oh, that's
1: supposed to, Help with the elimination process. That's why you do that.
0: Mm, okay. Well, Don't I
1: have any problems in that area.
0: No, Well, not yet. You just, <laughs> you just had your birthday. So let's give it a couple of days and we'll, we'll see what happens. Both but of us have crossed. I've lost over. 26
1: pounds so far. So that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. Um, you're, yeah. you're down to four chins. You're just down to four yeah, chins down, now.
1: Now. Uh, in about uh, two months, I'll have a turkey neck. So you
0: know, Yeah, whatever. I know. That's the problem. I, that's why I don't lose weight. I don't want to have draggy skin. <laughs> I, I'd rather <laughs> just have blo- bloaty skin.
1: I know a lady <laughs> who <laughs> always gets complimented on her skin because it is very nice skin. And uh, she says, well, fat people, just it just stretches it out. <laughs> I know. No wrinkles. <laughs>
0: I like to keep it taut it taut, yes. You're looking good. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Looks good. So, you're doing it right. You're doing it the right way. Yeah, I guess I
1: should probably put a shirt on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you're just wearing a beige sweater. (laughs) That needs ironing. I thought, wow, he's really lost weight. It's really sagging. We just lost 35 listeners.
1: Yeah, <laughs> They bad. just
0: crashed. They just pulled over and crashed. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, there's all our shout-outs for today and birthday list for today. So now it's time to get to work, unfortunately.
1: There we go. Good time to pick it up.
0: Stuff. Right. So from the mailbag. move bag, off for 22
1: couple- minutes and get to the serious stuff for seven.
0: Speaking of which, you and Steve, wow, marathon yes. podcast.
1: You know, that was not intentional. I looked down at the timer and it was uh, seventeen minutes, and I'm thinking, okay, about two more questions. And then I look back down; it's forty-one minutes. I went, "Oh my goodness, I I
0: cut this thing down!" Well, several people said, "See, that's what happened." When Brother Stone's not there to keep track of the time. You know, things just get away. And I said, "Hey, I'm telling you," and they enjoyed podcast-
1: it so much
0: because well, they, they were able to cut it minutes. into
1: two podcasts. Oh, oh, oh. they were able to cut it into two. And so that made it double the pleasure, double the fun.
0: Oh, all the people I talked to said, we just quit listening after 20 minutes. We're so conditioned. We just couldn't listen. (laughs) Yeah. Right. We're so disciplined. Felt like we were were sinning if we went past 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a good
1: segue into misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. Misconception. That's right. uh, you know what what is uh, preference and what is doctrine. So
0: yes, that's right. So from the mailbag,
1: 20 minutes, you know, doctrine yep. go mm-hmm. till you're done. Yeah, so
0: oh, oh okay. Well, <laughs> I'm using the I'm using the abbreviated doctrine list. That's what I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so from the mailbag. Um, we are going to take a couple of misconceptions. And uh, the first is uh, somebody asked uh, about dealing with the the loss of salvation or the thought of losing your salvation or the fear of losing your salvation. How to deal with that. Can you lose your salvation? How How do we get to that point where we realize we've got it and we can't lose it? All of those kind of things. So let's start it off there, the loss of salvation. Let me ask you, have you ever felt like you had lost your salvation or that you weren't saved because you hadn't done something right?
1: You know, I have given that testimony before and I think it's a little bit unusual because I was saved when I was five, just right at the time I turned five years old. And to God's grace and to his glory, I've never doubted my salvation, not one day, not one moment. I've never gone through and said, what if? Because I've always felt like, what do you mean what if that that's senseless you know because of God and who he is mm-hmm. however I think probably almost everybody in my youth department at one time doubted and wondered uh, being a youth director for 20 years uh, it is so common for teenagers yeah. to doubt their salvation I think there's a lot of reasons because of that but no I never have how about you
0: uh, I I don't think so. If I ever did, it was for a very short period of time. And I just, you know, you get that thought. And I just said, Lord, if I didn't if I didn't say it right the first time, I'm saying it again. And I mean it this time. But, yeah, I never lingered. I never really struggled with that or, you know, the fear of, you know, I I wasn't sure. Um, Yeah, it was just a fleeting moment for me, if at all, because I same as you. I just I was told properly that, you know, when I got saved, that this is God's word. God does not lie. You know, and he's he, this is what he said. And if you do what he says, then you're saved. And I had no problem with that. But there it's a trick of the devil for sure. I don't know many people yes. that haven't had some fleeting moment of what if just in case I was pretty young, you know, those kind of things. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, there's some the great scripture.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the big uh, spiritual battle is generally with Catholicism. In central Ohio, the big battle is losing your salvation. That's a Mm -hmm. big theme that constantly is recurring around here. So we each have four verses. I'll give one. You can give one. We can go back and forth. I'm going to read out of John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. So uh, that's so often the, the lame excuse. Well, yeah, nobody can take you out, but you can get yourself out. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Wow, mm-hmm. that, that is so clear.
0: Yeah, number one, who wants to take yourself out of the protection of God's hand? And number two, what does eternal and everlasting mean? And I I know there's some people that will question that those are different, but in essence, those are the same thing. Actually, if God says you have a life that does not end, you have a life that doesn't end. Amen. And that's God saying that. But of course, where the problem comes is the devil's a liar and he tells yes. you lies. And what did he tell Adam and Eve? He told them a lie about what God had said and, and the yes. devil did the same thing to you. Well, you didn't mean it or God didn't hear it or you didn't do enough. That's all Amen. a lie of the devil. Here's what I've got. John 5, 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath Everlasting life. And that word hath is a contractual word. God's given you a contract and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. And so when you get saved, you've got a brand new life. You're born again. Can't lose it. Can't lose it.
1: Oftentimes, whenever I use that verse in soul winning, I'll talk about there are two groups of people that God sees from heaven: those that are that are dead spiritually, those that are alive spiritually. God is now taken you out of the group that is spiritually dead and he's placed you into the group that is spiritually alive you have it right now
0: absolutely and you can rest in that assurance and I tell people this if you really are troubled by that then bow your head and ask the Lord if if I wasn't right if I if I miss something if if you know this is just a fleeting thing Lord save me if I'm not saved, save me. If I am, give me that assurance of salvation. And nine times out of ten, people say, I got assurance. I got an assurance. I, I was saved. I was just fearful. And I'm I'm glad that people are concerned about it. I mean, I want you to I want you to take it serious. And I want you to, you know, be sure that you are, but don't live in a constant state of fear. You don't have to do that. Because while you're in that state of fear, you are not living for the Lord the way you should, and you're not telling people of Christ the way you should. That's why we can't live in that state.
1: Amen. Uh, Second Timothy, chapter 1, verse 12, it says, For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. So, what have we committed? Whenever I came to Jesus Christ, I gave my soul to him. Of course, I didn't pick it out of my body and place it in his hands, but but I made the commitment. I am trusting you. I'm trusting in everything you have said and only in what you've said. And I'm trusting in you that you will save my soul, that you've told me the truth and that you'll save me. And so I have committed myself. My entire being has been committed to Jesus Christ. And it's up to him to keep me. And I know that he
0: can. Yeah, I I find, too, that after you get baptized, that that does seem to help with that. Um, And I know people have struggled with this after baptism, but that baptismal service really cements the idea that i've gotten saved i'm making it public yeah and that does help so that may be a problem but you, you, of course you want to make sure you are saved before you get baptized that's you know the prerequisite but that sometimes you just need that affirmation that i've made that step and i've made it public that sometimes help helps i've got first john 5 13 these things have i written on you that believe on the name of the son of god that she may know that yeah. you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the son of god so God wrote what things He wrote the Bible. He wrote these scriptures. He gave us those intentional scriptures that we're reading that let us know that if you've done what God said, then you are saved. And you don't have to worry about that anymore once you have that.
1: I've given this to people just a little outline um, just to try to, you know help. Um, people oftentimes they they begin doubting their salvation. Um, sometimes because they were told they didn't repent. They Mm -hmm. didn't repent. And so um, at five years old, I was even mentioned this Sunday. I don't remember the words that I said. I don't remember. I think I asked Jesus to save me. I don't know if I Mm -hmm. literally said come into my heart. I don't know if I said, forgive me my sins. I think I asked him to save me. Um, But, Mm I don't know the date, but I, I I can remember that just like yesterday. Um, I don't I don't know what I said. And so for those who will say, oh, you didn't repent, repentance is a change of mind, it's a change of heart, it's turning around. Right. And yeah. I was going my way, although as a little boy, I still I'm a sinner, and I turned around and turned to him. So when people say, well, I don't know if I really repented. Uh, So they didn't repent. Number two, they don't read. They don't read. If someone is not sure about their salvation, I would say, I want you to read one chapter of the book of John every day. When that's done, one chapter of the book of Matthew. When that's done, one chapter of the book of Mark. When that's done, one chapter of the book of Luke. By the time you read your Bible, You know, for four months, every single day, you're usually not going to doubt your salvation. Number three, Mm -hmm. they won't rely. They won't rely. It's me, but I'm not sure what I did. Did I really mean it? What did I understand? I I don't know if I, if I, if I. So uh, they didn't repent, don't read, and won't rely. That's just a Mm -hmm. very simple Simple thing that deals with a lot of different aspects of why there seemed to be some confusion.
0: Yeah. My father-in-law years ago dealt with my sister-in-law, Joyce. Joyce had gotten saved as a child, and she was struggling with the idea of salvation and whether she had done the right things. And my father-in-law said, she said, I I don't know if I believed all I needed to believe or if I understood all I needed to understand. Mm -hmm. He said, well, let me ask you now, what, what do you believe? And she said, well, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And he said, "And so, w- what? What are you living?" And she said, "Well, I'm I'm living that, and I'm I'm living in the hope of eternal life." He said, "Then you're saved." It's not a prayer. It's not. It's not necessarily a prayer yeah. that we pray, though we we speak to God through prayer. It, it's the idea that we understand Jesus is our Savior. We have a need of a Savior, and we've called on Him. We've asked Him to be our Savior, and we're living that life in understanding that only He can save us because of His substitutionary death, and so we. We we look at that. What do you believe right now? What are you trusting in right now? Mm-hmm. Well, if it's not Jesus Christ, you need to get saved. You need to get saved. But if you are, if that's the hope and you've called on him, that's all you need to do. That's, yeah. that's salvation. Well, part of part of the maturing process, the
1: process of maturation is uh, you're learning more. Uh, generally, you know, somebody's 15, they get their temps and they start driving and and you you see all the bloody videos you go, oh my goodness, that yeah. can happen. I need to be very yeah. careful. And you know, you're yeah. you're understanding the seriousness of things. Although there there still is a little bit of a you know thinking that we're sort of uh, you know incapable of dying. And uh right. that's why
0: Immortal. whenever
1: somebody dies in an accident at a high school or something there's so much grief and things today because Many, many young people don't think about that kind of stuff. So, so that maturation process, we begin to look back and say, but I know so much more now. I didn't know then what I know now. I didn't really fully understand about hell. I didn't really understand about, uh, you know, uh, uh, the blood of Jesus Christ uh, washing me. I didn't really understand about the, the Bible is the seed by which we're born again, by this incorruptible seed. There's so many things I did not know. That has nothing to do with salvation. It has to do with spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. I certainly hope at 62, and after four years of Bible college and 41 years in the ministry, I hope I know more now than I did even as a teenager. I hope I know more now than as a brand-new college graduate jumping in the ministry. But uh, that doesn't mean I didn't know enough to trust Christ.
0: I can safely say to our listeners that Brother Dan Wolven has been a know-it-all for the entire time that I've (laughs) known him. And there's never been any any time in his life that he has felt that he didn't know (laughs) what he needed to know. (laughs) (laughs) no i'm learning all the time oh yeah um i did have someone challenge i do i do that message on hell and it's 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 frightening when you think of the aspects of hell and you you somewhat dramatize that it's frightening and somebody said well do you really think that people should be getting saved just because they're afraid of going to hell and i said people should get saved for whatever reason keeps them out of that place and into an eternal rest with jesus christ whether yes. it be the love of Christ, the regret of sin, or, you know, the fear of hell, whatever it is, uh, the Bible says some saved by fear, some by compassion and, uh, the word of God uses both and Jesus used both. He taught on hell. He taught on his love, both of those things. And so different people respond different ways and whatever it is, that's what, that's what we need to use. And, and really, like you said, in, in the maturation of a person, um, you learn, all of those things. I got saved because Jesus loved me. I got saved because I love him. I got saved because I didn't want to go to hell. I got saved because uh I was a sinner, needed a savior. I, I got saved because of all those reasons. So whatever, whatever it takes.
1: Yeah, but an unsaved person can't yeah. even love God, you know. But you look at the motivation that God gives, the the motivations that God uses all throughout the scriptures. And they apply for parents, for pastors, for, um, uh, you know, a government. Uh, they apply for all kinds of authority. So the three motivations is fear, reward, and love. And so yep. the, according to our maturity, yeah, we ought to get to the point one time where we're doing it because we love the Lord. If ye love me, keep my commandments. But, um, right. you know, the God uses all three of those motivating factors: fear, but reward, my, and love.
0: Yeah, yeah. But my question is: Are you part of the elect? How do you, how do you know that you were supposed to get saved? Because you don't know if you're part of the elect or not. Whole different prog- program. Whole different program. <laughs> like, yeah, no very simple. You, huh? um,
1: they like they say: Jesus voted for you, Satan voted against you, and your vote counts.
0: That's right. That's right. Absolutely, well, I don't have a timer. I I don't I don't have the recording. I don't have timer. a timer either. Oh my goodness! I was
1: just thinking that when we are talking about this. So
0: yeah, I I can sense, but I can, can sort of feel time. this
1: internal yeah. clock is we probably went like twenty four minutes.
0: What? What? So we'll see. We'll
1: see whenever You're we edit, to edit it, it, it to see what it actually. You're gonna have to edit
0: it. Well, if we're, we've gone for along, the next um, two,
1: I'll put the timer yeah. on my my clock.
0: Yeah. Well, for for those. Uh, who have said we've broken the cardinal rules? This was Brother Wolven's podcast. The next two will be mine, and we will be spot on that 20 minute mark. Maybe maybe 21. We'll go 21. Just, you know, because yes. we're getting older. For Time is fleeting away. From us. For all those who talk to you, yeah. it'll be yes. like
1: my mom when she told my sister, she said, Eat your food. You don't know how many people, how many uh, millions of people in China are going hungry. And my sister said, Name one.
0: <laughs> didn't didn't end well. No, 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 that would not well at all. I used so, to say, then why don't you send so it to them for all the
1: people that <laughs> complain about a forty-one minute podcast? Name one.
0: <laughs> we don't have time. We don't have time. We can only go twenty minutes. Hey, by the way, and this is serious. So many people since listening to you and Steve have said to me, "Hey, get that guy back on and talk about music again." His podcast oh, yes. on music was phenomenal. Oh, yes. Yeah, we I need told to get him, him back, we'll so. have
1: to do it. We've had quite Absolutely. a few people ask that. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get that done. And
1: right. then a lot well, of people will be mad. Too long? Too no, long. because everybody disagrees. Everybody oh. disagrees. I disagree brown. with you. You disagree with me. It, we we all disagree on some point. So you'll make everybody no. mad. So better him no. than me. Because no. I just exude love and grace and charm and so it's just this this spiritual magnetism that draws people to me. yeah
0: wow your 62nd birthday really was miraculous because you've not turned you've not D- mentioned doesn't older. start
1: at ct1 does it
0: you you turned into a completely different man <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just 60, so I remember what's going on and it's time to quit. So from Wolverine, Michigan, where I'm doing a missions conference once again here in this wonderful community of 280 people, 280 people, three churches, one independent Baptist from Wolverine, Michigan. I'm Al Stone, 60 years old, having the time of my life.
1: From Wolven, Ohio. (laughs) This is Dan Columbus wishing you the very, very best. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a rating review, especially the 41-minute podcast. Make sure you rate that one for sure so we can try to send a message to Pastor Stone. And make sure that you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform because they don't discriminate how long or short we go.
0: Well, actually, they do. If they're too long, then they don't let us put them online. You know, until we use up all our other data, so we well, won't get one on for a long time now. Because we're on the cheap plan. That's if, right. If, if, if we had
1: subscribers that would pony up hundred bucks a year. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen.
1: We're better than Daily Wire, aren't we?
0: If we if we would get all of our subscribers to give a dollar. We'd have seven. (laughs) We'd have $7. (laughs) (laughs) 7000 This is Tim Talks. We'll be back on Wednesday with another misconception, misnomer that comes across in the life of the Christian. Have a great day. Happy birthday to us. See you on Wednesday. Have a great day. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T I I M talks.com.